Good afternoon, everybody. I'm going to talk just a little bit with you about some of the changes we're dealing with up in Kentucky as a result of House Bill 2. House Bill 2 was signed by the governor on March 30th, and it will be certified by the Attorney General on July 14th, 2018, at which point it will be effective. So there are a number of changes in House Bill 2, but I just want to focus on three things for you in the interest of keeping this relatively brief and also because these are three of the biggest deals in all the changes that they've uh, pushed through. Uh, the first of which involves medical benefits. Uh, prior to House Bill 2, medical benefits in Kentucky lasted for the duration of the claimant's life. Under House Bill 2, barring a few exceptions, which include claimants that are totally disabled or claimants, or claimants that are permanently partially disabled but have suffered some amputations, loss of an eye, loss of a tooth, things like that. Barring those exceptions, claimants will get medical benefits for 15 years from the date of their injury. Now, they can have the opportunity to apply for a continuation of their benefits. The way that works is they're supposed to get notice from the Department of Workers' Claims six months before that period expires, and they have to apply at least 75 days before the expiration of the period. Um, this particular change to the law is kind of vague. There's not a lot of instruction as to how their uh, application for continuation of benefits is going to work. We don't know if employers or insurers get an opportunity to contest the application. So hopefully we'll get some regulatory guidance on that in the near future, but until until that time, we're really kind of in the dark about how that whole process is going to work out. Um, this particular revision to the law is not retroactive. Um, so unless you've got an injury that occurs on July 14, 2018, or after that date, um, this 15-year period of medical benefits will not apply to the claim. Um, the next big change involves indemnity benefits. This is a result of some uh, recent developments in Kentucky Supreme Court jurisprudence from last year. Up until late last spring, um, claimants could receive indemnity benefits until age 67. Well, not necessarily age 67, until, until their natural age of retirement. Or two years after that, whichever occurred later. So the Supreme Court of Kentucky decided that was unconstitutional because it violated the Equal Protection Clause. It, was, it essentially treated people who paid into Social Security differently than people who did not. So what they've done with House Bill 2 is set a flat age 70 limit on indemnity benefits or four years after a date of injury, whichever occurred later. Um, that change in the law is retroactive. So if you have a claim that is pending, as of July 14, 2018, meaning you have not received an approved settlement, you've not gotten the final order of an ALJ that is no longer appealable, that age 70 cap on benefits is applicable to the claim. One of the other big changes in the uh, realm of indemnity benefits under Kentucky Law and House Bill 2 is that Kentucky now recognizes temporary partial disability benefits. Um, hitherto, those weren't recognized in Kentucky Law. That particular change involving TPD, that isn't retroactive. So that's only involving claims that are, there are injuries that occur on July 14th of this year or moving forward. Now, the final change that I want to discuss is a little more interesting. We all expected up in Kentucky that the legislature would address that Supreme Court holding 
and we expected them to adopt some sort of flat age cap on benefits. What we didn't anticipate was this next change that they've pushed through. In Kentucky, you can assert intoxication, voluntary intoxication as a defense to a claim and a bar to recovery. House Bill 2 has kind of taken that a step further. So if a blood test demonstrates that a claimant was intoxicated at the time of their injury, it is presumed that you know, their intoxication or that intoxication is the cause of their injury. And it does appear that presumption is irrebuttable. So that gives that particular defense to a workers' comp claim a little bit more teeth. It's also important to remember that if you've got Kentucky employers, a lot of them will do urine drug screens after injuries. They need to do blood tests now too, just in order to potentially avail themselves of this defense. As you might expect, this has gotten the plaintiffs far up in Kentucky in a, in a bit of a panic uh, because they're all afraid that their client's going to smoke some pot or something 29 days ago and get hurt. So it'll be interesting to see how that shakes out. I haven't, haven't seen it yet. Um, that particular change also is not retroactive. So you can only avail yourself of that irrebuttable presumption from July 14, 2018 moving forward, or rather for injuries from that date. Uh, like I said, there have been a number of other revisions to the law under House Bill 2. We're all trying to get our, our hands around them up in Kentucky. Defense attorneys, plaintiffs attorneys, ALJs. Nobody seems to know or, or know how a lot of it's going to work out, largely because the law has been written so vaguely. So if, uh, if you're dealing with any Kentucky issues, you want to know how any of this stuff might shake out over time, feel free to uh, come talk to me after this, or always feel free to call uh, either myself or Allison up in our Lexington office. Thank you.